Welcome to my little boss, the number one Azure setter for women entrepreneurs. Hey there, welcome to the My Own Boss Instagram project. I'm Julie Porter. What do you do when you get all the way through college and you don't know what the heck you're gonna do? Well, if you're Diana Chen, you go on and you get your law degree and then you pass the bar. And then you go to work for a corporate law firm and you decide that it's just a little too soul sucking for you and you quit and you do what you love to do, you travel. And then while you travel, you think about it all and you come back and you open up a business called Online Legal Resources. Now, I love this just because it's so niche and it takes away the fear of having to find an attorney on your own and knowing how much they cost. So she has all this amazing legal stuff on her website and that's a technical term. No. She uh, has it all available there for you. You can take a quiz and then find out what suits your business. She's amazingly approachable. She knows her stuff and I totally loved chatting with her and learning things that I needed. So listen to our podcasts. Love Diana Chen and uh, take that learning and uh, move forward to protecting your own business. I'm excited to talk to you. Number one, I, I love what you've done, um, how you created your business. But, you know, I went to your website, and by the way, that is just a really badass website. I love it. Oh, um, thank you so much. It really rocks. I love the way you um, you use that kitchen table voice that I, I usually advise people to do, where you're sitting down with somebody and you're talking to them like a natural person instead of trying to that stiff, formal you know, I am an attorney and I will, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I'm so glad you said that because that's one of my goals is I want it, I want legal to be as easy and accessible for everybody. And yeah. I think it totally can be, but it's just lawyers and kind of the legal profession that tends to put lawyers on almost like a pedestal and make the whole legal arena seem like a big, scary, difficult thing. And it's really not. It's like that mysterious thing where you have to have the secret password and right. totally love what you did. So, yeah, I'd love to go back in, in the journey to how you got there. So, you know, clearly you decided at some point in time that you wanted to be an attorney. And then when, where did you go to law school? I went to Loyola in Chicago. So um, I had graduated college a year early. I had, had barely turned 21 when I graduated. I had no idea what I wanted to do. You know, I don't – I think it's just – crazy to expect, you know, young people to just know what they want to do for the rest of their lives. Yeah, so I had studied political science in college and was kind of like, well, I have no idea what to do now, so I'm just going to delay the decision pro making process and keep going to school. So I just, that's basically why I went to law school. Oh, I like it. Okay. <laughs> if we're honest, <laughs> it wasn't like a lifelong passion or dream of mine or anything. It was kind of just like process of elimination. Right, but and then you, you know, are bright and brilliant that you're turning that into this really kind of a unique job in career or business. I, I like that part of it. Um, I, and I, I, going back to what you said about, you know, expecting people to know, um, I'm, I'm liking, I think it, it's just starting to gain a little traction, the trend of, okay, you don't have to go to college right out of high school. Yeah, I like that trend a lot, um, especially because, I also travel a lot, so I'm a big proponent of kids taking a gap year to travel after right. high school and before college. Went to law school and graduated, got your, passed the bar, 
And were you, did you ever consider going to work for a law firm or did you? And then, um, you know, the journey to your business, because I like that you focus on travel and that's part of your story. Yeah, so I actually did go work for a law firm after law school. I pretty much knew during law school that I didn't want to practice in a law firm, but at the same time, I had never done it, and so I'm very much a person who's like, don't write something off until you've tried it, because you just never know what it's really like once you get into it. Mm -hmm. So I gave it a fair shot. I went to work in a law firm and was like, you know, I'm, I'm going to keep an open mind and give this a fair shot and see how it really feels. So I did that, and to nobody's surprise, I didn't like it at all. <laughs> We're so good to die. <laughs> I don't want to be yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just, I, I mean, you know, in, in the legal field, especially in litigation, you're surrounded with a lot of negativity. Litigation is basically just people fighting with each other, sure. so it's, not a surprise that a lot of people are angry all the time and negative and and you know as a lawyer your job is to always envision the worst case scenario right so that all of that I just found myself becoming less um, less optimistic of a person less motivated of a person because I didn't feel that what I was doing was meaningful okay and then also less creative of a person uh-huh. And I just didn't like the person that I was becoming, and I couldn't picture doing that for the rest of my life. So I knew it was now or never. Um, while I'm young and I don't have a family or kids to support, uh-huh. you know, like this is the time to go and travel and do my own thing. Right. Yeah. So you dropped the law firm, and uh, where did where was your first stop on your travels? So I actually went from my last day of work straight to the airport. I brought my bag to work, um, and I went to Iceland, and then we did 10 days. My fiancé and I did 10 days around kind of like the northern part of Europe. Nice. That's great. Yep, I was ready to go. <laughs> yeah, all right. So so then what? You took, Did you take a breather, or did you start creating this um, business in your head? Uh, when I had quit my job, I had no backup plan in mind. I was right. just going to travel on my savings until the money ran out and then kind of figure it out from there. Okay. Maybe maybe even go back to the law firm and, you know, rinse and repeat the process. I really had no direction and no clue what I was doing. Uh-huh. But after I started traveling, I loved the lifestyle so much, and I knew that I couldn't go back to the law firm at that point. So then I started searching for ways to make money online. So I got my start in affiliate marketing online. So I was helping another company promote their products, and Uh it was a really good experience because it taught me a lot lot about marketing, and it gave me a lot of marketing skills that I didn't have before. So by the time I created my own business, um, I had already had those skills, and I already had the opportunity to practice those skills on another company, so I didn't have to mess it up with my own company. (laughs) When the stakes are higher. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, that's that's cool. So then you got the idea for um, the online legal resources? Yeah, so I thought, you know, my education, my background, my skills are in law. I didn't want to just throw all that away because I did spend a lot of time and money getting to this point. And um, the, the longer I worked online, the more I realized that a lot of entrepreneurs just don't even know the first thing about legal. Like a lot of online entrepreneurs 
don't even have a privacy policy on their website. And that's the one legal document that's required by law for everybody to have. So back back up a little bit. Yeah. I totally get that. But for listeners, could you tell us why they have to have it? Okay, it's by law, but what does the, the privacy policy actually mean to them? Yeah, so what the privacy policy does is it tells your website visitors what personal data of theirs that you're collecting. So okay. this is really important because uh, a lot of times when you go on a website, you'll see, for instance, a pop-up form that asks you to put in your name and email address to get freebie or to subscribe to their newsletter. So all of that information that they're collecting, they have to tell you. They're legally required to tell you what they're doing with that, who they're giving it to, uh-huh. you know. And even if you don't have a pop-up like that on your website and you're not actively collecting anyone's personal data, uh-huh. there are still... There's, a, there's still a chance that your website visitor's personal data is being tracked. For example, yeah. if you use a third-party provider like Google Analytics, which I think almost everybody uses, yeah. they track your website visitor's cookies just by virtue yeah. of you using their services and your website right. visitors visiting your website. Got it. So all of that needs to be disclosed as well. Oh, that's that's it's super good information to have it, and um, you know I I'm a consultant and I, I know about privacy policies, but not in that depth. So that's going to be something I definitely push, and I will be pushing people to your website. Um, Thank you. Yeah, no, I I really love it because um, you know you talked about contracts. I don't know you know your language when you talked about I don't know what contracts are or do I need them, you know that sort of thing. It it is surprising to me. Um, well, there's actually a couple of um, Facebook groups I'm part of, and one of them is creative. Um, I, see, I think creatives would be an awesome market for you. Um, I know you target the travelers, but creatives would be awesome because I, I'd be on that website, and there's about thousand followers, but you would not believe how many of them come up and go, um, I got stiffed for a $5,000 bill, and you know, when the questioning comes out, it's like, did you have a contract? Uh, no, I thought everything was going to be okay. It's like, uh, please get the contract. You know, that should be like business one hundred and one for for everybody opening a business. Understand yeah. how to protect yourself because that's what it's all about. You know, it it really is. And um, the the reason why it matters so much and why everybody should care, even if you don't care anything about legal stuff, is because you put so much hard work time and energy into creating your business that the last thing you want is for one thing to go wrong and have your entire business come crashing down. Yeah. Well, it's just going to say, and that's why it's so important to have all those legal protections in place to ensure that, you know, in case something goes wrong because shit happens, like stuff exactly. will go wrong, right. then it's you cool. have the peace of mind of knowing that you're protected, you're safe, your business is safe, and you're not going to lose everything that you just worked so hard to get. And a lot, a lot of times the, um, the startups and the creatives and, and other people, they go, when they're starting up in particular, they go, well, I'm just too small for that kind of thing. And, and I feel funny about asking someone to sign this. But you need to start the way you're going to go. Because you don't totally. want to start getting busy. You don't want to have to deal with figuring out the sales agreement you want or the client agreement, things like that. And it just even um, the contract with a, like you do a contract employee or somebody who's doing work for you, you know, the understanding that you're paying your own um, self-employment taxes. I'm not paying for those. Because that, that can come back and bite you. So, uh, you know, exactly. 
zapped for you know five thousand dollars in in taxes uh, because of a misunderstanding. So I just I totally think what you're doing is wonderful. And I'm just going to go down this list really quick for listeners. Um, you've got the privacy policies, um, the template, or you know what you got there. Mm-hmm. Which is good. Sales agreement, client agreement, sponsorship agreement, terms of use, quest agreement, and starter kit. And that, that covers the whole startup, correct? Pretty much, yeah. 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 What I looked at was really good, and your prices seem really reasonable. So what, what I like is that um, you're saving them, because trying to, you would not believe how many people will ask me, can you recommend an attorney? And it's like, uh, no, I, I don't really know, know any, you know? Right, uh, yeah. And it's too intimidating for them to find one, and everybody's worried that how expensive it's going to be because they're envisioning thousands of dollars, so they don't even know where to start. And what a great spot you have here because it's not, you know, it's not necessarily that it has to be super tailored for them. I also like you have a, don't you have an evaluation? And you have a little evaluation test that they can take. Yeah, so it's just like a fun online quiz. You know how people love the online quizzes these days. So it's a fun little yeah. online quiz that you can take. You just answer a few questions, and then it'll tell you which legal documents you need. Because what I have found is that a lot of people don't even know what legal documents they need. Sure. So, you know, I'll talk to them, and they'll be like, well, you know, I, I don't even know what a privacy policy is. Like, I don't even know what any any of these contracts are. So if that's you, then taking the online quiz will be very helpful because that'll help you figure out exactly what you need. Yeah, I like this. Take the quiz. Everybody go take this quiz if you have an online business. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, you know, like I said, I think it's just fantastic. How long have you, when did you launch your website? I actually originally launched it in April, May of this year. Uh-huh. Um, but I didn't really work on it very aggressively until probably July or August. How's it going? It's going well. It's going really well. So, um, I mean, I, I'm just really excited transitioning from doing affiliate marketing to doing my own thing. You know, like I, sure. I, I was involved, I was like definitely into the affiliate marketing before, but I noticed the difference now running my own business that I created and that I came up with and holy mine, like it's just a different feeling and it's a different level of effort that I put into it. Sure, it is. You know, you know you're responsible at the end of the day for everything. And um, exactly, what, what kind of tip would you have for people starting um, both an online business? You know, as you did, you started the online business, but then from um, your expertise as running the online legal resources. Yeah. So from um, from just a general business perspective, I think the most important thing to have as a as you're just starting out in business is to have a lot of persistence and consistency. Yeah. So I think, I think what a lot of people do is, and this has to do too with the age we live in today, which is an age of instant gratification, right? Like if you have a question about something, you can just Google it and get the answer right right away. If you need something, you can get it right away. If I want food on my couch right now, I can just order it and get it right away. Like everything is like, you can get it right away. And the reality of being an entrepreneur is that you can't get everything right away. You have to be patient. You have to continue to show up every single day, even when you're not seeing immediate results. And just trust that by showing up every day consistently, those results will happen. 
Yes, because there's a, there is a type of formula to it. And I think so many people, they'll, they'll put their stuff out there. And, you know, I'm guilty of it, too. I'll put my, my stuff out there, and uh, you go, 10 minutes later, you're going, wait, there's, there's nobody's hit this yet. <laughs> right, yeah. I mean, we have, we, you know, we're human. Like, we all care about who's, how many likes we're getting and who's right. commenting on our stuff. Like, we all care about that. It's impossible not to care at all. Right. But just... wonderful I am, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the important thing, I think, is just continuing to show up every single day, even when you don't get any likes, when you don't get any comments. And just trusting that, like, people are seeing your stuff, yes. and over time, people will see your name and associate you with what you do, and that will build upon itself. One of the things that um, I'm not sure if you um, are you familiar with Gary Vaynerchuk. Yeah. 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 So just throwing his name out there, you know, love him or hate him regardless. One of the things I admire the most about what he, one of the things he did was way back in the day when YouTube first came, he started his wine, um, YouTube wine TV show. And for the first six months, nobody watched. And he went out and did it. He kept doing it and kept doing it. And then, of course, you know, it, it did amazing things for his, the family business. But that kind of, you know, tenacity, that, that's what you need when you're going to be doing, you know, a business online. Exactly, yeah. He has a good podcast, too. And there's some other yes. good podcasts I like. Oh. Um, there's one called The Passionate Few that I really like where oh. you just get to hear a lot of uh, successful entrepreneur stories and some of these people it's you know like they failed not not only did they fail they failed really big they declared right. bankruptcy they persisted some people persisted for like 14 years to get a book published right I mean talk about persistence yeah. right right and to have that kind of faith in yourself and in what you're doing Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So trust your gut, like know mm -hmm. what you're put on this earth to do and just pursue that. Yeah. That would be my biggest tip as, as a, from a general business perspective. And then from a legal perspective, I would just say it's never too early to get your legal documents in place. And um, going back to what you said earlier about some newer entrepreneurs coming to you and saying, you know, well, I feel silly having someone sign a contract. I'm so new. Like, does it really have to be that formal of a process? That just reminded me, you know how they say when you go to interviews, dress for the job you want, not the job you have. Oh, good, yeah. So same thing with running a business, right? Yeah. Run a business, run the business that you want to have, not the one that you have right now. So if this is your first day of running your business, you just launched your website, it's not too early to start treating your business like a six-figure business because that's what it's going to be. So if you're going to... If you think about it that way, if you're going to treat your business like a six-figure business, you're going to have to have a privacy policy, obviously. You're going to have to have all these legal documents. You're going to have to have contracts in place with everybody you're working with because you want your intellectual property, the content you created, the graphics you created, everything you created, you want that protected. You don't want somebody coming on your website and stealing all of that, right? Right, exactly. You have to start taking your business seriously from day one. I, I, yeah, that's good. That's good. I um, I appreciate your taking the time to talk with us today. You've given a fountain of information, and um, I'm, I'm going to be linking you on my website. <laughs> so awesome. Thank Thanks so much for listening to My Own Boss Podcast. For more information, you can visit us at myownbossinc.com or you can also follow us on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at myownbossinc.com.